Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. This episode is brought to you in part by James Spangler. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. It's the show that changed their name because they were afraid nobody's listening. Yeah, this is that story show. Hey! This is that story show, people. Cooking pizza. I turned into a bat and I flew into this lady's house. <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, podcast people, this is that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and we're inviting you to do the same. This is episode 291, brought to you the week of April 4th, 2019. I am your host. My name is James Kennison and my good friend is here. Yes, my name is John Steinklobber. And that's all there is to me. <laughs> you are so much more than a name, John. You're a friend. You're oh. you're you're a uh, you're a co-host. You are oh. the lighter side of of my dark humor. Well, so thank you. People like I you more. At least that's what my kids say when they listen to the show. They're like, everybody likes John. No, they your kids don't say that. They do. Because they're no. mean like me, so they say mean stuff. <laughs> so then it definitely isn't true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Right. I, I got what you what you mean there. Um, anyway, how are you doing this week? I'm glad, I'm glad to be doing a show, man. Man, I am glad to be doing a show, and I wouldn't want to do this show when, if, with anybody else but you. Any, uh, any good uh, uh, April Fool's gags happen in your world? No. No. Because... On the whole, I kind of don't participate in April Fools because I hate, you know, opening up my Instagram feed and seeing all this dumb crap that <laughs> people put in there. So I just I just remove myself. I like to see what Disney and Google and stuff like that do because they're generally very creative. Thinkgeek.com usually puts out yeah. some weird products and stuff. But yeah, in general, I just stay off Facebook for the day. Thank you very much. Yeah, when somebody announced a, a friends reunion, and I got excited about it, and then I oh. realized it was April Fools. It's like, man, you Dude, know what? I quit. I I was on YouTube, and the same thing was going on. People were uh, posting stuff They're like, "You wouldn't believe this, this, and this." And then I just checked the post date, and it was April first. I'm like, I ain't even watching it. Yeah, ain't even falling for it at all. You know, there is something that I've been seeing a lot of lately, and I'm a little bit of a like a science kind of nerd and apparently on april 10th uh we're supposed to be able to have our first ever picture of a black hole so i don't know if that's like just an april fool's joke amongst all these astrophysics nerds or if that's for real that's a pretty specific april fools yeah i mean like it only would attract a certain number of people i would imagine like i don't care well 
I'm waiting for it, but you know, who knows? Well, so. then you'll be the one so sad on that day and I'll be just watching regular holes. <laughs> yeah. Very well lit holes in the ground or something. <laughs> Not dark. Just be like, or- ah, ha, ha. You, you fell for it. <laughs> fell for it's it. Probably like some kind of science equation that has to do with the date, April 10, and it shows you'll how be in a BH I am. F, a black hole fool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On April 10th. Yeah. Anyway, we always start with a story, and this one's called Volume Villain. Hola, James and John. All you need is a co host named Peter, and you could start a church. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> or that the church, awesome. actually. <laughs> This is Trevor from California, and I have a story for you. Growing up, I liked to wrestle with my dad, especially when I got to the age where I could actually wrestle him back. Yeah, I like to wrestle with my dad, too, except he divorced my mom when I was like six, and I didn't have him around at all. So I wrestled with that instead. (laughs) That's deep, man. So dark. Dark and deep. Maybe that's what they're going to have a picture of on April 10th. Uh, just just the hole in my heart left by my absentee father. That'll work. I don't know what to say back to that, man. This, this is a comedy show, I thought. It is comedy. It is. It's comedy fueled by coffee, Je- uh, John. <laughs> Black coffee. Black coffee. At one time in particular, he caught me by surprise and pinned me to the ground. That reminds me of the time he came home drunk. And he screamed and yelled and banged on the door. Anyway, (laughs) back to this story. (laughs) (laughs) I love making you uncomfortable, man. It's great. (laughs) I'm seriously not knowing to do it myself. (laughs) But he says he caught me by surprise. But then I started yelling and screaming and freaking out, just like I did. And my dad looked at me with a very confused look on his face as if to say, why in the world are you freaking out? But he still kept me pinned, thinking I was trying to be sneaky. However, I still kept screaming louder and louder. Get off, get off. And he finally let me go. And that was when I revealed the reason for my frenzy. You see, I had been wearing headphones and was listening to my iPod when my dad pinned me to the ground and he pinned me just in the right spot so that the music, the volume started getting louder and louder and I couldn't reach the volume button because my arms were pinned down under his weight. That's like me. I couldn't (laughs) hold the door closed because I was only like four years old. But um, so I I flailed and screamed and struggled and soon the music got so loud it felt like an explosion. When I was finally released, I ripped my buds out of my ears and I was mad. And I told my dad what happened and he just started laughing. That's what dads do. And we still laugh about it to this day. Thanks for reading this on the show, Trevor from California. Yeah, that, wow. that, that, so many things about that could never have happened to me. Not only the absentee father thing, but I didn't have earbuds back then when no, I, in my did. childhood. We had those big earphone big things. Giant that had the- ones foam on the ends of them that you know would wear off after a couple weeks yeah (laughs) your brother or sister would rip them and then you had this exposed headphone that was weird yep and that's that's upper middle school to high school there too because uh before that it was just the big over ear headphones you know like the kinds that are cool again now except they're wireless like the kinds that you would use at school when the librarian would come in and they have these giant headphones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are cool again. What's up with that? I don't know, but it's 
neat. It's uh, it's it's expensive, is what it is. But I'm wearing a pair right now. Me too. Hey, I got them for thirty bucks from. I can't remember the place. Well, good because we're they're Full not compass. paying us to say anything about them, so that's fine. Oh, right, I take that word back then. What'd you say? I said full compass. Oh, that's who oh. I bought them from. Oh. <laughs> we're on sale. All right, full compass. You owe us a dollar fifty. All right, it's time yeah. for the uh, to rewind the week. All right, this is where we rewind the week and we tell you a story from the last seven days or so. Uh, John, who wants to go first? I can. Okay. All right. I'll go first next week. Did you go first? I I can do it if you want me to. No, we just need to start trading off. That way we don't have this argument every time. I mean, not that it's an argument. Not that we're taking it too far. Not that you're calling me names in your head or anything like that. Not that you're being mean underneath your breath and you're just faking being nice all the time. It's not that. It's just that we need to, you know. Take turns. We should probably figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll take this turn and you can have next week. All right. And I forgive because you. Because yours are usually better than mine anyways. You wind up with lemons and lemons and I wind up with uh, <laughs> some guy let a fart in the elevator. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, which is not. But I, 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 hey, you have a t-shirt in the shop based on one of your weekly updates. The, the bat shirt. <laughs> I have a t-shirt for lemons, lemons. And it took years for mine, for me to come up with something good enough for a t-shirt. So who's ahead? <laughs> You're ahead. You're ahead. You're ahead. <laughs> You're a fat head. All right. So go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead with your weekly update, you fat head. Okay. I'm looking at my, my notes to see if I've actually done this one or not. And um, I can't remember. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. If you okay. haven't done it, then I will give you... Um, a high five. And okay. if you have done it, um, I'll let David vote you off the show. Okay. <laughs> what do you say about that, David? Oh, that's oh, right. He's not here. Say. Yeah. It's nice to know. I miss that guy. I know. He's he's still working all the time. So yeah. I'm going to bug important. him. I'm going to bug him. You still got a few days, right? Yeah. Bug him soon. Well, here's the deal. We have a, a conference room here at the office, and uh, it's used by the church and the school. And uh, not too long ago, I found this amazing deal on a TV to put in the, the conference room because we kind of upgraded our conference room a bit. And I went over to Sam's Club across the street, and I found an open box deal on not a Westinghouse. I was about to say, it better not be a Westinghouse. Because you could be getting it for free, and it's still not a deal if it's a Westinghouse. No Just, way. We all know this, but I found a great deal on a Vizio and it's a smart, it's a super smart TV. It's got like Chrome built in it. Chromecast. Oh, cool. Yeah. I love it, man. I don't even, the TV can be completely off and I can connect to it with my phone or my computer or whatever that's device nice. that I have. So it's, it's pretty awesome, but that's also a problem Uh-oh. Uh, because we were sitting in a meeting the other day with all the administrative staff for the school and the TV pops on <laughs> and this commercial starts, not even a commercial. It's like, I don't even know exactly what it was, but on the screen, there's a, some music playing. I'm sitting in front of the TV. So I hear this music going off behind me and I look back and there's this, I can't say that she's a scantily clad oh. lady. 
but she looks like, you know, a millennial with some tight fitting clothes. And, yeah. And it looks like this prank's about to happen and it's, it's all staged looking stuff, but I'm thinking this can't be good. And I don't know where it's coming from. And we just need to turn this off because I don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. And so in time I grabbed the remote and I said, let's just turn this off. <laughs> and it was off. Oh, and so I turned it off. So, but the fact that it played was was crazy. But then I had this other really great idea. I was thinking, you know, if if that could happen with anybody in the office just accidentally connecting to the TV, I wonder what else could connect to the TV and <laughs> and 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 make noises. So, um, whilst there were some other members of my my friendly staff that I work with meeting in there, <laughs> I connected to the TV. <laughs> I have this, there's this thing on spot. I was telling myself I wasn't going to talk about this, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. There's this thing on Spotify. It's an hour's long worth of farts. Oh my gosh, John. So, <laughs> so they're in their meeting and I just played that on the TV. <laughs> since my office is right next to the conference room. <laughs> how, how would they ever know it was you? I don't know. They when I walked by to look in there to see, they kept going on with their meeting. <laughs> it's like it wasn't even happening. They have way better self control than I do. Oh my gosh! So, so, God bless the TV and the conference room with its ability to connect to it. And so, things. did you ever find out who was pro- who was accidentally projecting the 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 millennial girl on the TV, or was it? No, I didn't. But it was did. somebody in there. Somebody in the building. I, I don't even think they were just watching prank be. videos and it just picked up and played or something. Yeah, something. Cause the thing about the, our network, it goes across the entire campus. Yeah. So you could be in a different building and actually connect Gosh, to that. That's TV dangerous. You better be, you better be a, a, a very pious individual. If you want to mm. work at John's church, man. I'll tell I, you. I, I might need to set some controls up on that. Yeah, to you might want to protect some people. random devices. <laughs> well, we one time in Florida, we had a uh, we had a computer that had access to the internet, and it was the youth and children's projection computer. And um, we got on there, and all of, and we booted it up, and boom, just pages and pages of 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 as you said, millennials. Um, <laughs> It's just all over the place. Just all kind of millennialisms and ma- masculoids really? and jumble guns and everything you can imagine. Uh, oh, was, mercy. It was popping up. And um, we're like, what is this? So we close everything. We check the history and it's just full of filth. Just corn all over the place, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, so all we had to do was go on the freaking, uh, we had closed, ca- not closed captioning, what do you call it? Closed circuit television. We have we have cameras, and we nice. just went back in time, and we checked out who it was, and it was a young adult. He walked in there, and he's just checking stuff out and surfing the oh, web. Oh, boy. Looking for the dark side of things, you know, looking mm-hmm. for love in all the wrong places. And uh, so that guy got busted. I was feeling bad for him, and and I, but but yet I was glad I was not involved because I I hate having confrontations like that. Like, what do yeah. you do? You do you take them out to lunch? Do you do you call them on the phone? Do you text them? <laughs> do, you, do you send them some pictures and just say, hey, you, you like these? These we found these on the internet where you were looking. 
you know. Hey, this is a picture of you. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at that. Oh, that, that's a plan. Man, mm. now I wish I was involved because I could have <laughs> screenshotted it and, and with the timestamp and been like, okay, you owe me $5,000 now. Or otherwise, we have to buy a brand new computer because we know what you were looking at, and we we've got proof it was you, and we're going to post it in the bulletin. <laughs> oh man! So you're going to make a sizable contribution to the young adults and children's <laughs> ministries, Whoa. or you're in trouble. Your BGMC giving went way up. Yes, year, yes, missions have never been better. Our, oh, our totals are flying through the roof. Yeah, that man. I'm missed mm. opportunities, missed opportunities. Yeah. It's well. a good thing. I'm not a past, a real pastor anymore. <laughs> All right. So mine is, uh, my weekly rewind is, is kind of a depressing one because I thought I made something up. I thought I came up with a cool thing like lemons, lemons, but it, but it's not, but anyway, here it goes. Um, we have been, my family's been in an uproar the last few weeks. Uh, it's probably since January, actually, because our kids' school announced that they weren't going to continue doing high school. And so suddenly, right. uh, we had to find a new school for my daughter. Well, guess what? St. Louis is weird, and all of their schools um, have a lottery system that finished the week before they announced to us that they weren't doing high school. Wow. Yeah. So we're wow. in trouble. That's not cool. And we can't get on anything, so we're we're planning on moving. You know, we're we're looking at houses and stuff like that. And and uh, we were just about to make an offer on a house when a friend emails me an acceptance letter that he got for his preschool age son that said at the bottom, "P.S. Um, if you know anybody that's going in sixth to tenth grade, let us know. We're starting a new high school." Oh, and it starts next year. So long story short, we went for a tour. We got accepted and suddenly we don't have to move and everything oh. is great. But we had to tell the kids and and they had a, a, an, a what would be called an emotional roller coaster experience through this entire thing. That's the way it's been oh, for all of us. And um, so when we told them we were going to have to move, they were upset. And then they got used to it. And then when we told right. them we weren't moving, they got upset again. And, and so did we. We were about to make an offer on a house. We called the Wolf House. It had a pool and oh. it, it had a bathroom for Jenna, like a private bathroom just for her. It was it was going to be great. So Man. it was a little bit, you know, of a, of a emotional roller coaster. Well, as I'm, I'm, I'm walking my kids into school, I, after having told them, I, I kind of put my arm around my daughter and I'm like, I'm sorry. And it just came out of me. I said, sorry for the emo Rocco. And she's like, what? <laughs> and I, I thought I was so genius because I, that just came out of me. The emo Rocco, the emotional roller coaster and hashtag emo Rocco. Yeah. And uh, brilliant. I kept saying it and, and, and my wife hates the things that I make up and say, and so I just <laughs> keep saying them and then she'll start saying them. And, and sure enough, she's saying it. She's like, man, that was terrible. That was like an emo Rocco. I'm like, ah, ha, ha! you said it. You used it. So I thought I was cool. I was like, dude, this is amazing. And then I looked it up online and it's a thing already. Oh, but man. I didn't know. I didn't know. So I get credit 
in you my get credit for me. I get cool points. I, I knew John would be behind me. Uh, Emo Rocco. Emo Rocco. That's right. So I I think you can put that on a shirt too. I'd like to put that that young adult that was looking at corn on the on the. I'd like to send him on an emo Rocco. So <laughs> let's just pretend I made it up, okay? Okay. All right, man, All right. James, that was brilliant. Thanks, emo man. Rocco. Oh, you shouldn't. I think we should hashtag that. Yeah. Too bad man, it's already a thing. It, it's well, that like all over the internet, and it, it, it's already a hashtag adopters. and everything. So. Well, that's because people are early adopters and, and they, they grabbed onto it before you even announced Oh, speaking it. of early adopters, do you know why the hipster drown? No. Because he went ice skating on the lake before it was cool. Mm. Ah. Ouch. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Except I would have to explain to my kids what a hipster was. Oh, okay. Is. <laughs> we don't have to was? around here. Yeah, they're, they're, still, they're still around. Okay. So yeah, it's current. What 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 they were? Are. I didn't know if they named themselves something else since. Uh, eh, they you know, probably since don't like labels. So mainstream now. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So we just I'm don't. Totally know. not a hipster, man. We're just people. I actually like ordered something from Fire and Frenzy. You remember that band? Really? Yeah, yeah. They, they're, they're still s- around. They're still doing stuff. They're still my all-time favorite band of all time. Um, and they put out a sticker. That just says it's it's called a hipster sticker. It just says I used to listen to Five Iron Frenzy, so I ordered one because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that was me. It was, Do it was they still is Sky even a kind of I musical I, I genre? Don't know. they were always a little bit uh, of uh, ska, but but rap slash rock slash you know I don't know. They were they were their own thing, really. Okay. So I don't know. I haven't I, I haven't heard their latest stuff, but they did do a tour as old people. He's he's my age. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. No way. Uh, he's old. And 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 somebody did their their show art. Was it Doug Tenaple that did? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, Doug Tenaple. The small world. Um, let's do some listener stories. Let's do it. All right, this comes to us uh, from William Norrie from Auckland. Hold on. Google Maps. New Zealand, right? Is that right? I think so. A-U-K-L-A-L-O-A-U-C-K from New Zealand. Wow. Okay, yes. I get a point. You do. Man, that's a small little country. That's where they filmed the Lord of the Rings. Oh, well... Great. Right? Great for and them. the Hobbit? I don't know. Sorry. I just got chastised by a, a, a true Aussie that I have the worst accent ever. Oh, goodness. Uh, in the chat room? Yes. Yeah, I don't listen to those guys. What, are they, what do they know? What are our true fans who watch us every week, even though we don't even promote our live shows anymore? What do they know? Yeah. Anyway, this He's- is called Estuary Egress. And yes, estuary, I had to look up, and I know what it means now. Estuary, is that like something to do with like rivers and whatnot? Yeah, it's when a river okay. bumps into a a pool, a tidal pool. It's something li- like that. Okay. <laughs> You're all Sounds looking up good. again. Hold on. Oh, no, I, <laughs> I, I had the definition. Uh, define estuary. It's a, the tidal mouth of a large river where the tide meets the stream, whatever that means. 
in Auckland. They apparently they have these things. It's kind of like a uh, like the salt marshes we had back in uh, St. Mary's. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That would that would fill up and then go down. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know if that's what what it is, but similar. Hello, fellow madmen. Every year, my family and I go to a place called. <laughs> I read this before. Winderholm. 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 Yeah. We go to a place called Winderholm on a camping trip. Well, most of us stay in a in a in a batch by a big estuary. I don't understand half of your English, but it's okay because we're we're all Americans inside, deep inside. <laughs> <laughs> right? Isn't that the way it works? Or we're all English yes. or something. Anyway. Something. We were there, and there was a supermoon, and I wanted to see it because I love space. I know somebody else that loves space, and is probably Ooh. falling for a uh, a, an, a, a prank. <laughs> a, a, a ten day old or a nine day old yeah. April Fool's prank. His name April is 10. John Steinklover. So, hey, come, it's me. I know them. Uh, so my family and I went to a tree hanging over the estuary, and we climbed up the tree to the supermoon. I have to tell you something in the middle of this story. Um, I had to ask Google how to pronounce and I spelled out the word because it sounds, it looks like estuary, but it's estuary. Estuary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and but if you say it with a, with an Aussie accent, is it, or a New Zealand accent? Who knows? It, who knows? Okay. I don't know. Does Google talk in a different voice in, in Auckland? That would be an interesting question Should. to have that answered. Would be, that would be, yeah. Anyway, as I sat down. Um, I saw a little stick that was in the way of the view of the supermoon. So I decided to climb through the tree to break that stick. And when I was beside the stick, I heard a crack. So I held on tight to the branch above me. And even though it was a very thin twig, the branch broke under my feet and I fell 10 feet into the cold water at about 10 o'clock at night. Luckily, as I <laughs> fell, I did snap the twig that was in way of the view. So mission accomplished. <laughs> P.S. I'm the big brother of the evil lolly stealing twins from that sun show, William Nori from Auckland. So, <laughs> do you remember that story from last from the kids yes. show? That was two weeks ago. And that makes sense. That the okay, the because who calls them lollies? Uh, obviously people, people from, from New Zealand. New Zealand, yeah, yeah. Okay. The lolly stealing twins. Uh, we we we've got an LBB brought to you by John Steinklaber. Yes, we do. LBB, of course, is a living, breathing butthead person that exists just to be a jerk. And uh, read us read us about it, there, Johnny. Boy. And this comes to us from Tom, who is in uh, in Australia. <laughs> oh yeah. So I I should go ahead and read it in my terrible Australian accent. Yeah, just to tick him off in the chat room. Go for it. I, I, I hear it in my head as an Australian reading it or saying it. That way I can, you know, get the emotion behind it. But let me just read it in my – this person and his girlfriend or something. Then as I rode past them around 30 kilometers per hour, and he yells, boo, and I almost fell off my bike. I'm not afraid to say that I swore at him when he was out of earshot. <laughs> so I'm not afraid everybody. to say – <laughs> that I used swear words once they were out of the way. But I was afraid to use those words when they were close by. I yes. hate people that do that. We, me and my, I, I don't hate them. I, I have to say it the Christian way. I hate it 
when people do yeah. stuff like that. Me and the kids were in the truck um, and we, they were climbing out to go. We were on vacation in Branson and they were walking to the, to the front. I sat in the car because I wanted to finish listening to a little bit of a podcast. And these two teenagers uh, come up and, and go raw and scare my kids and then they mm. see me sitting in there and they feel stupid and they both wave at me <laughs> and I just gave them the death look like, like, you know, you're going to die. I'm, I'm a serial killer and you're going to die. I'm not amused. And, and one of the little ones, you could just tell the younger of them really, really wanted to make a connection. Like he truly was scared enough to be very sorry. And he tried to wave a second time. And I just looked at him again and just glared. <laughs> like you're the first you're one to going, go, kid. You're going first, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I, I wanted to. Ah, oh, you just want to defend your kids, even when it's something stupid like that. But I just figured LBB. You know, they're just yeah. LBB. Why would you randomly scare people in a place like that? In the, I guess it doesn't make sense to me because in the city. Where I live, if you do something like that, you are eventually going to get shot. Yeah. Someone eventually is going to turn around and they will have a gun and they will shoot you and no one will blame them. It will be your fault. Because you scared them. Because you scared them. You're a stupid moron. And like around here, uh, this happened to me up up in North County or South County down in South County, uh, some teenagers leaning out the window trying to get my attention. And apparently I was supposed to look and he was going to flip me off or he was going to say something. And I just ignored him the whole time. And my heart's just racing because I wanted to reach out the window and grab him by the neck and pull him out of the car and just, you know. (laughs) But anyway, I didn't do any of that. And I realized that is one reason I'm glad we're not moving to South County because I don't have to deal with jerky teenagers. You know why? Because... All the teenagers around here are too scared to do crap like that because they might get shot. Get off my lawn. So, you know, crime is bad here and the murder rate is high, but you don't have to deal with a lot of LBBs. Um, Sure, the traffic's terrible. People don't know how to drive. You have to worry about getting carjacked and things like that. But at least you don't have these squeaky white teenagers leaning out of the car going, hey, 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 hey. So... (laughs) I'm I'm kind of glad that there's not groups of cocky teenagers roaming around my neighborhood. So that's uh, that's an interesting trade-off. Yeah. I uh, I don't know that I would want that trade-off, but it, I, it's what I'm used to. I yeah. would rather be afraid of a group of teenagers than have a group of teenagers uh, making fun of me. That are not worth being afraid of. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay. So at least I'm it's legit. You. So anyway, this story comes to us from Michelle from Arizona. It's called Freaky Friday. This is this one is one I took on myself and you'll see why cuz I'm going to spin it just right oh, so it fits on okay. the show even though the content is a little racy. You might remember me as the big nerdy cosplay mom from Facebook. As I mentioned, I'm a new listener slowly making my way through all the episodes from the beginning. From what I've heard, you may enjoy my most recent embarrassing story. Mm. Um, I will mention this young lady is a mom and she is uh, a prince. She dresses up as princesses and stuff and gets paid to do it. I think that's cool. Like for parties and stuff. 
How is that nerdy? That's just cool. Yeah, but, I mean, but, in my book, but she does awesome. she does cosplay and stuff too. And I think anytime you get involved in that stuff, you're automatically just a little bit nerdy. Well, I mean, dressing up for work could be considered cosplay to somebody, right? Yeah, yeah. So dressing up as a hey. Anyway, she says <laughs> she says I live in one of those neighborhoods where each house doesn't have their own mailbox, but rather there's a big community mailbox where you can use a key to collect your own mail. Now, I usually stop by the mailbox in my car since I grab the mail on my way home from work rather than park at the house and then walk there. This particular day, I had the the windows down and the music playing fairly loud in my car, and I run out to grab the mail, and I waved at a couple of neighbors walking their dogs, and, you know, it's just friendly suburban life. As I'm closing my mailbox, I realize the song blasting on my car is um, not quite appropriate. Here is the link mm. to the song on YouTube. The song's called Freaky Friday. I do not suggest anyone actually look this song up. <laughs> I I did the the work for you. Um and I will tell you that there are there is a plethora of the use of the N-word. Okay? Oh no. As, you know, as as a rap song typically, you know, sometimes occasionally does. So she says the part of the song that was playing was about 30 seconds in, which is the part I just referenced. And she says, I was mortified. I quickly ran back to the car to change the music. So if you can just imagine in words, just blasting from this lady's car in her suburban <laughs> paradise, she's waving at people. And as I looked up, I realized that another elderly neighbor was walking by. And yes, of course he was African-American. I really, really hoped mm. he didn't hear the music. He smiled and waved back at me, so maybe that means he didn't. Yeah, it depends on how many fingers he was waving at you, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally depends. If he was waving oh. four and a thumb, then you're good. But uh, mm-hmm. anyway, anything less than that, there was there was something meant by it. Uh, moral of the story, make sure you don't have weird songs on your playlist. Anyway, thanks for the show. Keep it up. Michelle from Arizona. Yeah. I was <laughs> I was a better person before I knew this song existed. And, oh, and again, man. do not, do not go and look up this song. So, dude, it was public service announcement. Is it is it bad that I because I have the theater in my mind, yeah, and I picture this lady hopping out of her car and she's wearing a princess outfit, <laughs> and and complete like you know Walt Disney uh, going on Aww. running up to the mailbox, kind of floating to it, birds singing, and then this music playing in the background. That that kind of made it funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be snow white. yeah it, you know flowers are wilting the birds that are chirping are dying and keeling over and choking yeah mm. the the disney music is turning sour and dark and the sky is clouding over freaking uh who's who's the uh, uh maleficent is rising in the background in dragon form <laughs> yeah so maleficent i don't know uh i got this next story don't i yes you do sir well before i do i have to confess my lbb-ness today Uh Uh uh-oh uh-oh hold on hold on okay i um and i was reminded of this as we were talking about lbbs so i have to confess that i was one I was headed to the Best Buy because I needed to pick up some micro switches for our network because something's been going on. Yeah, they were a gigabit, so, you know, that was good. (laughs) 
they had the new cross-referencing uh, data. Yeah, I don't know. I can't make anything up. Anyways, <laughs> I, I had to cross the street in, in Peachtree City, which if you – Peachtree City is is known for its golf cart paths. It's like there's a bunch of golf cart uh, oh. golf courses here, and so you can get to any store from your house in a golf cart. But we've also got a little bit of a traffic issue when it comes to regular cars. So um, I was trying to cross this intersection in my regular manly truck, and, um, and, and I had a small window to get through because the traffic was starting to back up, and I didn't feel like waiting. And, and you know what? Impatience is a problem. Really? Uh, for me sometimes, yes. I'm glad. So, I'm glad to hear that. I <laughs> because when you get out of your truck, I imagine Disney birds and, and <laughs> background music and all that stuff. Like you're, you seem like the closest to a perfect guy ever. <laughs> and I am not, I'm uh. like, I'm like terrible. I'm a bad person most of the time, I think, but I am extremely patient. And so <laughs> it's nice no, to be good go. at something that you're not. Well, my just, my impatience, but that makes me an LBB. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I I I I hurry up across, you know, to get across this intersection at the turning uh, lane, and and as I'm revving my engine up, I have to slow down really fast because there's a golf cart oh. person pulling into the. So he hears my engine rev up because I'm trying to get into the parking or the the parking way driveway place for best buy yeah and um there's also cars wanting to t-bone me because i'm pulling in front of him and so he's you know stupid golf carts going really slow and here's my engine rev and he looks back and slows down and he looks at me like what he's a, he's a teenager probably one of those oh. teenagers who is trying to get your attention while you're in yeah. south county or wherever it was so but the lbb part of myself is that i i i did that to begin with and um <laughs> I just looked at the kid and <laughs> didn't apologize because he needed to get out of my way because I was about to get T-boned. John, I, I think you should let yourself off the hook there, buddy. That's no. that, that's not what normal people would consider bad. Mm, that's just like well. a, a, a random situation that you happen to get into. I, I think you you need to be nice to yourself. Okay. Well, Forgive, love yourself, John. <laughs> okay. Forgive yourself. I, I, it, that was just an awkward situation. That, that teenager shouldn't have been driving a golf cart. They, they're trying no, to make our neighborhood a golf cart community, and it makes no sense because there's not you enough stuff close by. Huh? Yeah. You can't do that in the city. Yeah. People are doing it. I, there's golf oh, carts man. that roam around. And, um, I think it's mostly when we have events here, the locals like to get in their golf carts um, and still be able to get around. Cause it is kind of hard when, when there's yeah. like a bike race here or the, 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 the Budweiser plant down the street does something and, and the cars just fill up the streets. But, uh, I think it's mm. also because they like walking around, um, smelling their own farts <laughs> <laughs> and they just think the smell of their own farts is so awesome. And they, they, that's the look they have on their faces. They're driving their little golf cart is that my farts <laughs> smell awesome. Is that a South Park reference? It is. <laughs> it's a, and the, the smug, the smug, the smug is approaching. I, my brother-in-law watches that, and he showed that episode to me. It was funny. Yeah. Anywho, let me read this. Uh, this story brought to us by Justin Lowmaster. 
It's called Shower Spider. When I was probably in the teen range, I saw the movie Arachnophobia. I saw that movie in the theater. I did too, man. That? I was scribbling all over myself with my fingers trying to get spiders off of me. You saw that at, in St. Mary's then? Yeah. Because that's what, yeah, I remember seeing that. I was like, Ugh. this is the worst movie ever. He says, it's a good movie. I liked it, but afterwards I was checking everywhere for spiders despite all my rational thoughts saying otherwise. And uh, I think everybody that did see the movie did the same. Yep. I was uh, in the shower, and whether on purpose or accident, I don't recall, the drain was covered and the tub was filling with water just a little inch or so. While I was lathering or singing or whatever you do in the shower, most likely getting clean, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Eventually. Squeeze that in there somewhere. Yeah, because you don't just stand there like my kids do (laughs) for 30 minutes. Hey, clean up. Get out of the shower. Seems like I'm saying that every day. Yeah, they don't realize if you don't use soap, it doesn't cut through the crud that's on your body, and you actually repel water like a duck. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) If you're a nasty boy. I don't yeah. know how girls work, but boys, you, they get a they get a layer of slime on them that that you can smell from a f- five feet away. Yeah, at yeah. least my son does. And yeah, if he hasn't used soap, which it's it it's common, it's a common mm-hmm. occurrence. We it have to is. send him back because you can just tell because he his, his the water is beating up on him and ro- rolling off like he's been waxed. The hair is wet, but it's definitely not clean. Yeah, exactly. Smells like wet dog. Yeah. Well, boys, if you're listening and you're still doing this, clean up. Yeah. Use some dang soap. Yeah. It's you're already in there. Yeah. You know, just grab the bar of soap. If there's no soap, call out for it. It'll find yeah. you. Yeah. Brought to you by your loving co-hosts on uh from nobody that store show. Yeah. Sorry. We love thee. So he, he's in the shower. He saw at the bottom edge of his vision a large spider leg ah. crawling towards me. Blech. I literally jumped in the shower, which, of course, is filling with water. Dangerous. Yeah, because, you know, you could hurt yourself. But he says, instead of slipping and dying, I just made a small splash and then <laughs> noticed that the giant spider leg was to be my undoing, which was to be my undoing, was, in fact, the push top of an empty soap bottle. Wow. Okay, so, so so like a squeeze bottle? Yeah. yeah. Like a lotion? I can I'm see that. So. Like a little crooked Pushed neck Oh, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, the little pump. Yeah, sticking out yeah. of the water. I could see that looking like a spider leg. Okay. Yeah, for a millisecond. Yep. Ugh. It was black, and as the tub filled, uh, the bottle tipped over, the spout mimicking the creeping <laughs> leg of a large spider from a jungle somewhere. Surely... Awesome about to bite you and turn you into a carcass. Uh, but at least I wasn't so scared. I had to waffle stomp after. Ah! You had to put that in there. Yeah. That, that makes you, that. Justin, an LBB of the week. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it does or not, but nah, my caffeine says so. So this one uh, is called Bad Girls of the Bible. Uh, I lead a women's prison ministry. We were doing a Bible study called Bad Girls of the Bible by Liz Curtis Higgs. Wonderful Bible story (laughs) for women. Our bad girl from the Bible that day was Potiphar's wife. A bad girl indeed. Yes. This led to a discussion about adultery. And I told them, God will never bring you someone else's husband. Well, one sweet girl 
calls out from the back, well, what if you don't know he's married? And the other ladies giggled at her naivete. But realizing that some of the girls are completely unchurched, I went ahead and told her, I'm definitely going to say that if you don't know he's married, you don't know him well enough to have that kind of relationship. So, boom. (laughs) I learned on, FYI, she says, I learned on CSI that smiling suppresses the gag reflex. Try that next time you read a gross story. Okay, Samantha (laughs) in Louisiana. Thank you so much. So we've got two methods to try now. Squeezing the palm. Yeah, which doesn't work. And smiling. Smiling. Uh, I'm going to have to smile while I drink my coffee before the show. Because good night. I almost barfed. Suppress the gag reflex. Huh. That's okay. Well, here's the story that comes to us from Mike called Proud Papa. I was listening to the show today. I'm assuming he means our show. Thank you very much, Mike. And you guys were talking about getting into trouble at school. I was reminded of a story shared by our daughters when they were little. We were sitting at the supper table. Yes, supper. When my first grade daughter casually throws out Elizabeth, her kindergartner sister, and I got into trouble for fighting today. The first thought I had was, you fight at home all the time. Now at school too? But I held my (laughs) tongue and asked, why were you fighting? Well, Billy, a second grader was picking on Elizabeth's friend, Jasmine, and making her cry. So I pushed him down, and Elizabeth sat on him while I (laughs) went and got Mrs. Barr. (laughs) That's teamwork, man. There you go, ladies. Teamwork. Hardly able to keep from laughing and busting with pride at the same time, I asked, what did Miss Barr say? She said we should not ought to do that anymore. No, girls, you keep doing that. And they did. Proud dad. Proud dad. Thanks, Mike. I wish my kids would. No, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I wish they would it's, get along. It's different. It's, there's a double standard. When a girl beats up a boy, there's a grace. There's grace given because it's like, you know, you got beat up by a girl. Uh, but when guys beat up guys, it's uh, it's not given. It's not it's extended. Just- thuggish and mean yeah and and you you can get in trouble for sitting on other kids so if there's any children listening to this and you're thinking about going to sit on another kid please don't yeah let's just get miss Barr without sitting on yes kid yeah all right (laughs) (laughs) you know the bad girls of the bible story reminded me of um of a situation because when you get unchurched people and you try to preach to them, you don't realize how much you take for granted when you're talking to church people, like names that in the Bible. And oh, yeah, yeah. Like we started a bus ministry and it was early days of bus ministry. And we had this group of kids and I'm teaching about Abraham. And I'm talking about Abraham and talking about Abraham and talking about the deal that God made with Abraham and all this kind of stuff and the promises he made to Abraham. And the looks on the kids' faces just kept getting more and more confused. And I got frustrated, so I would just explain in more detail about Abraham. And finally, one of the kids raises her hand and she says, are you talking about Abraham Lincoln? And I'm like... Because <laughs> because they they didn't know I said it was a guy from a long time ago and I'm like no I'm not talking about Abraham Lincoln I'm talking about Abraham no last name needed back then 
That's anyway. right. Abraham of the Old Testament. And I should have just said yes. And uh, that would really party on, on, dudes. You know, <laughs> could have been a great thing. Anyway, uh, this is called, this is our last story. And uh, it's called Missionary Madness. It's a long one, so buckle in, kids. It's from Joseph right. from Utah. Hello, I have a story about an April Fool's joke that I and some friends did about 10 years ago. Mm. So this was when I was in a church mission in Finland. I would, ha- I would have to describe how quickly how things were structured here in our mission. So in all of Finland, our church had about 60 missionaries, and there were about 30 congregations in our church in 30 cities. So there were two missionaries who lived in each of those cities helping out congregations. All missionaries were about 19 to 21 years old, and the mission was run by a mission president, and he chose two missionaries to be his assistant. You could start a drinking game with all, with that. <laughs> Everybody take a sip of water every time I say missionary or mission. For the you rest have to of go it. pee after the end yeah. of the story for sure. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so one of the mission rules was that each missionary was to stay with their mission companion all of the time. This helped with many things, like if anything were to happen, there would be a second witness and so forth. This mm-hmm. is important to what we did for our April Fool's joke. All right, so the setup okay. is over. Let's get into the content. So I, I, had a mis- I had a mission companion, and we had two other missionaries that came over to our place where we were staying at, and we had an ingenious plan to do an April Fool's joke on one of the assistants to the president. Here's how it all went down. <laughs> I made a call to one of the assistants to the president and said that me and my mission companion were getting off the train that stopped at our city, but my companion left his glove on the train. And as he went back to get it, the train took off before he could get back out. As I made this call and was telling the assistant about my companion getting left by himself, my companion used the phone that the other two missionaries had and made it come up as an unknown number. The assistant on the phone said to hold on because an unknown caller was calling and it might be the companion. So I said, okay, and hung up. (laughs) I went to the little hallway outside our apartment that we used as a little storage space. And in there was a folded up ping pong table. One missionary started scraping and hitting the ping pong table to make it sound like a train. My companion is pretending to be frantic on the phone saying that he was left alone and he didn't know what to do and that he'd borrowed a phone from a random man. My companion said that it was lucky he had the assistant's number from a mission newsletter that he had. He's saying all of this in a scared and panicky voice. Wow. This is good. And then he said that the guy he borrowed the phone from was looking angry. As he was saying this, he was still in his panicked voice and he started yelling out things in Finnish at this guy, the, the fake guy. And he's yelling out things as if he had no idea what to say and was just yelling out words. In this case, he started yelling words and finished like, no, you devil, get back. I will kill you. Get away. Don't come near me. So he's basically acting like he's freaking out on a train to to a Finnish dude. So the assistant to the president was horrified and told him to calm down, calm down. Then my mission companion said, oh, the guy wants his phone back. And he hands, hands it to the missionary whose idea it was in the first place. And the missionary said, April Fool's to the assistant. Oh, man. And that was the best April Fool's joke I have ever done. Thanks for reading my story, Joseph, from, you guessed it, Utah, Utah. where there's missionaries everywhere. 
many missionaries missionaries going out all over the world missionaries Utah. i just love that word missionaries how many times was it in this sentence i don't know let me missionary missionary it was in missionary. there 23 times wow how'd you do that i just searched for missionary um yeah <laughs> some form of missionaries missionary uh or yeah it was in there a lot so wow that's a good no- that's a good note maybe just 11 have. times mission no it was it, it, the word mission missionary or missionaries was a total of 25 times so anyway wow and it's only a, a 40 word uh story so <laughs> <Is that it? laughs> no. So, uh, anyway, if we used your story, we owe you a sticker. So, email us your address. Uh, send your yeah. stories, your email or audio, to thatstoryshow at gmail.com, and we'll read it on the next show, maybe. You know, we try. We always try. Uh, send your stories in. That's just the main thing. And, and we'll send you a sticker if we use it on the show. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Follow us on Twitter at That Story Show. Review us in iTunes if that's how you found us or wherever you found us because we love reviews and it really helps out the show. If you want more great shows like this one, visit NLCast.com. Thanks to our patrons for your support with special thanks to James Spangler, Eric Kube, Zane Estrada, Janusz Trispec, and Carrie Wright. Become a patron today and get all the awesome perks that come with membership at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, gross, or LBB-ish happens to you, (laughs) don't get stressed, don't get depressed. Just think, this belongs on That Story Show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. Thanks, chat room. You're welcome. We are the collective voice of the chat room, and we love you. You're the best podcast ever. Wow, guys. (laughs) Didn't know you felt that way. Well, we do. We think you're the best, and... This is how we talk in real life. Oh, man. That's kind of annoying. I'm going to stop the show now. <laughs> Never do it again. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. We love you. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.